You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome, Philly, to your favorite sports show. Hosted by Jesse Town and Sam Wilson. They're smart, they're sexy, and they're all Philly. So thanks for tuning in, and we hope you enjoy the show. Hello and welcome into episode number 108 of Babes on Broad. I'm Sam Stafford with my co-host Jesse Taylor and we are the Babes on Broad brought to you by SB Nation and Bleeding Green Nation. Jess, there's only two undefeated teams left in the NFL. Nobody cares about the other team, but one of them is the Philadelphia Eagles. We knew we'd be, I mean, meanwhile, everyone's still screaming and yelling like they're not 4-0, but I mean, vibes are good. The Phillies are going to the NLDS. The Eagles are 4-0. Philadelphia is unhinged at the moment, and the rest of the world should be terrified. I saw something the other day from a national, somebody on the national platform. Uh, It was yesterday because the Phillies won yesterday, and everybody saw that insane wild card atmosphere at Citizens Bank Park, which we are not surprised by. But somebody posted, and they were like, wow, like Philadelphia, this like, Home field advantage is crazy. Like they have an undefeated Eagles team. Like something special is happening with this Phillies team. Like watch out. And I'm like, do you guys not realize that this happened last year too? Like Philadelphia, when are we going to get the respect that we deserve for just being a really cool sports city? And it's especially funny because if you look at the videos and the pictures from the other wildcard games that were happening around the league, they're they look they look like a Tuesday game in July at any other yes. city. Not a Tuesday game in July in Philadelphia, but any <laughs> other city. And people are like, you know, my favorite is the one that's like, why would you schedule a playoff game for 3.30 on a weekday? You could schedule a playoff game for 2 a.m. in Philadelphia on a Wednesday, and that place would be packed. Dude, I – so my friend Corinne, she went to the game yesterday. They got there at like 4 o'clock in the afternoon. And it was already packed down there in the lot. So it's like you could have had the game at two because people for the eight o'clock start were taking off work anyway, or at least taking a half day. So if it really doesn't. AM, I can be yeah. still be at work on time, you know, literally. Who cares? I will say these 8 p.m. starts, man, they freaking blow. They do. However, the pitch clock does help because the games are help. finishing in 
in normal time. Like you're not up all all night long watching this happen. But the Phillies, I don't know if you saw this, statistically have the best home winning percentage in the postseason. In MLB. I did actually they just do, see that. That that game yesterday solidified that the Philadelphia Phillies really do have the best home field advantage in the postseason in all of baseball. I do love um, the announcer or the broadcaster yesterday saying like, this isn't even home field advantage. Like this is just insane. Yeah. yeah, It's different. Like home field advantage is one thing. Philadelphia is literally an unhinged universe. It's good luck. It's I can't wait. Got the Braves coming up. Oh, the Braves, who, who was it? Talk, it was, was it Strider? Strider, yeah. How he thinks the best thing, what, you know, the one thing the MLB needs to do is get rid of the fans, go back to 2020 where there were no fans. Like, he doesn't want to hear sounds. And I was like, oh, you're about to get absolutely obliterated. My guess would be that he's going to have to pitch game two or else he's going to end up in Philly. And they can't let that happen. They no. had to literally simulate a game yesterday to try to prepare for it. Like, they're... Because they don't want what happened last year to happen again, but... Well, guess what? It's gonna happen again. They're I did see... Posted. Yep. Before we get into this, Eagles, just for everybody listening to this, that is like, huh, maybe we should kind of take this home field advantage that we have going to Atlanta. It's cheaper right now to get a, a round trip ticket out of Philly to Atlanta and buy a ticket for games one or two than buying a game ticket for game three in Philadelphia. It's like 270 something for like one of the cheapest seats in Philly. I guess it would be next Wednesday. And if you did the round trip ticket or the round trip plane and then bought a ticket, it's like 250 or 240. That's unbelievable. Isn't it? If you can, if you can swing it, go. It's a Saturday game. That would be fun. The Monday's hard, but doing it on Saturday, that would be a really cool trip. Yeah. I mean, uh, if I'm the Atlanta Braves, I don't want – the Phillies are the last team you want to play. If I'm anybody in the Oh, and you knew that. Yeah. The Phillies are the last team that you want to play. There are so many good tweets out there about all of these things, but, like, it's so true. The Phillies are they they take any win as a reason to drink beer and take their clothes off. <laughs> Having a great time. There, I mean, and people last year, I think there were some Phillies fans that did, but definitely around the rest of the league fans that were like, that's such a loser mentality to celebrate every every series win like that. No. They're just having the absolute time of their life drinking the tears of the teams that they're beating and no one wants to play them right now. The Braves Dude. just, won, you know, a hundred some games just to get crapped on by the Phillies and the NLDS again. What a time to be alive. I, I don't know. A, I can't think of a better team or like a better, a team with better chemistry, I should say, than this Phillies team. And you can see that now. And that's why it's like, just going to keep on rolling here. I think because it's, not only was it amazing chemistry last year, it's almost the identical same team. And once you do it twice, like I think it was Nick Castellanos that was like, we know what to prepare for now, you know? So like, it's just, it's going to be awesome. I'm so excited. But yeah, so that whole long story made short. We had this last year and we have it this year again. 
Philadelphia Eagles unbeaten, and the Phillies are just rolling in the postseason, and it, it's magical. The vibes are good. The vibes yeah. are good in October in Philadelphia. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. It's a wonderful time to be a Philadelphia sports fan. We 100%. Don't, there's no other teams in the city that exist. They don't. There's only two teams in the city. Nobody <laughs> else exists. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Under so, Eagles, Phillies are vibing. Can't Eagles, Eagles, I will say, not playing as good as they were this time last year. They just barely squeaked out the win against Washington, 34-31 to 31 in overtime. And it's one of those things that it's frustrating because Washington's not good. But you do have to remind yourself, it's a division matchup. Division's always going to be tough. And everybody's always going to come into the Philadelphia Eagles trying to upset them when they're undefeated and beat their rival. You know what I mean? So that's one thing you got to take with a grain of salt. Um, Jalen Carter, once again the highest graded defensive tackle in the NFL last week or throughout the whole season because of his performance last week. Um, he has the second most pressures. This was a fun fact that I wanted to pull up. Has the second most pressures so far in the entire NFL with 20. There's only one person ahead of him, obviously, if he's second, and that's Aaron Donald with 22, who has 85 more snaps. Wow. Like This guy is insane. So that's Jeez. a really fun fact. I, yeah. I, 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 you know, he's obviously going to be up there for, for defensive rookie of the year. I think oh, obviously, sure. you know, there it's, I think a little bit harder sometimes for a defensive tackle, especially because they don't necessarily make all the flashy plays that a, a corner can make, for example. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think he's obviously going to be going to be right up there. And you said it, I mean, not only was it a divisional game and I think we talked, we talked about this. I don't know if it was last week or the week before, but when it comes to the teams coming in to play the Philadelphia Eagles this year, last year, we knew the Eagles were going to be good. We didn't know they were going to be that good, right? Like we had talked about going into last season that they needed to win the division and anything beyond that was gravy. That was the biggest thing that we wanted to see from them. That was their expectation. Now, this year, it's very different. They have all these primetime games. Everyone expects them to be really good. They're better on paper than they were last year. So, you know, it it took during the season for all of the teams to be like, oh, God, now we have to prepare for the Philadelphia Eagles. Like, this, this is a serious game. Teams have gone into this season with, you know, circling the Eagles saying, okay, this yeah. team went to the Super Bowl last year, last year. This is a team that we need to prepare for. So, the Eagles, I think a lot more teams had the Eagles circled on the calendar than last year. So I think you are getting everyone's best shot. Right. It's like when teams go in and play the Kansas City Chiefs, you are going to get that team's absolute best shot they have. Mm-hmm. Now, sometimes the best shot that you have is you don't have one. Right. Like sometimes the teams are just that bad. You don't have one. But, you know, like the the New England Patriots are a bad football team, but they gave their best shot in crappy weather to the Philadelphia Eagles. The what? Minnesota Vikings, not a very good football team. Still, best shot to the Philadelphia Eagles. The Washington football team commander Redskins, not a good football team, but did what they needed to do to stay in that game and and really give the Eagles a strong run for their money there. So I think everybody's getting a little bit, you know, they're they're getting the best shot of a lot of these teams right now. A hundred percent. And just, just to your point, like 
not only are the Eagles like in prime time, you saw what they had last year, all that stuff, but they're literally headliners all of the time because of their play. Like the tush push, brotherly shove, whatever you want to call it, that has quite literally just gotten under everybody's skin, apparently. So like teams are literally throwing, and Jason Kelsey, I think we mentioned this, Jason Kelsey said this in his podcast with Travis, New Heights, um, that they are literally seeing the wonkiest things getting thrown at them. And they're just trying to have to adjust because everybody knows how high power this offense can be. And they're just trying whatever they can to kind of trick them and get them to slip up. And I mean, it's refreshing because at least these guys are noticing that and they're like, we're going to pick it up and it's just helping us get better. And luckily they have to this point, but yeah, we'll see. And speaking of that high power offense, uh, Jalen Hurts, almost said Justin Hurts. It pisses me off how much I get them confused sometimes with Justin Fields and Jalen Hurts. Not even getting that up. No, it's just that they're constantly compared to each other in the same, and they're not even in the same stratosphere. No, like I don't get their play or like them as people like confused. It's just the Jalen Justin, and yeah, they're always pushed together. It's always this conversation. Jalen Hurts, Justin Fields, and like the J and J like, so they're always like not pitted against each other, but it's a constant conversation of what could Justin Fields be if he had the Eagles offense. Very line, true. And, you know, and all the people be without those things. It's it's a constant. Very just, true. Especially last year, everybody's yeah. saying Justin Fields is going to be better, <laughs> but Jalen ended up having um, his personal best performance of the season in the air last week. Um, 319 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions, 112.3 passer rating and 34 rushing yards. Um, so, oh, well, and there you go too, because I wrote it and didn't even remember. That's probably why I was confused. He's nominated for FedEx air player of the week this week, along with Justin Fields. Ironic. (laughs) You know what? One of those two guys had that game and lost. Yeah. And it wasn't Jalen Hurts. And it wasn't Jalen Hurts. That's all. There that we needs go. To be That's all we need to so, be said. And it's exactly so. what Jalen Hurts said last week, right? Like he hadn't had his best performance yet. Like he was not playing very well. But they were still three and zero. Who cares? Like, and that's the other thing. So I mean, and I'm sure we'll we'll get into it. But you know, they're not putting together a complete game on all cylinders where everyone plays well. Like the offense played really well last week and the defense played like garbage. So we need to make sure that it's starting to be consistent again. It's not one or the other. Um, and the further that goes where it's, you know, we keep saying they're not even playing their best football. Mm-hmm. You know, it gets more and more concerning that maybe they are playing their best football and this really is what it's going to be, which makes it a little more concerning going forward. But it was also nice to finally see AJ Brown break out last week as well. Not only did Jalen Hurts sort of break out, and you finally saw some emotion from him, which you very rarely see. Yeah. That second touchdown to AJ, where he finally was just like, he needed that, I think. Um, but you know, AJ, nine receptions, 175 yards, and, and two touchdowns. It doesn't get much better than AJ Brown in, in this league, no. honestly. Well, and just to your point, too, we just said about how the league knows how explosive this offense is. And it's one of those things. I feel like we say this over and over again, like not until like halfway into the season, like it gets really frustrating, but we never see them play a complete game on both sides of the ball. Like it frustrates us, but it's a Philadelphia thing. It just takes a while, I guess, for both teams to reform. 
The good thing about this is their roster is so talented that they're able to kind of always pick up for each other. Luckily so far, we're, like we mentioned last week, the schedule is right. not going to allow that coming soon, but it's the same thing just with pieces of this offense as well. Like the offense right. alone, like if Jalen's not having his best game, we have DeAndre Swift. If AJ Brown's not having his best game, we have Devonte Smith. Like it's just, there's so many pieces to this that like, it truly could be us just having a, like a strategy match and beat you because we are so talented which leads me though to one of my concerns is just the play calling. This past week, I feel like it was more, we saw it in on both sides of the ball a lot. And it was just, yeah. that's one thing that's going to concern me going forward is if we don't see the adjustments made there because they are new coordinators. So like in the beginning, you're given benefit of the doubt. You want to think that they're get it together. The fact that they're still struggling with that. And like last week it was even more so it's just, it's starting to make me a little uneasy. Right. It started out as one of those things where it's like, okay, you know, new coordinator, beginning of the season, first time play, like, you know, you, 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 exactly as you said, you give it the benefit of the doubt and you're, you, but the more, the longer the weeks go on, you start to think, okay, maybe this is just what it is. And that's not good. Yeah. Sean Desai, I thought last week was his worst game by far. He, a hundred percent. His play calling and his game plan the first three weeks, I was fine with. Last week, they were not good. They yeah. were really bad last week. And again, you let a guy like Sam Howell, who I know that they're you know, really high on him in Washington, but like, that's a bad football team over there. Like, that is a not good football team that you need, you needed to take care of and not, I mean, the fact that they were able to score on that last drive, that in itself is unacceptable. They, they are so I agree. And there were no adjustments made throughout the game. And I thought that last week was actually Brian Johnson's best game. I still wasn't thrilled with all of it, but it was better by far. But again, some of the situational play calling, I'm like, the hell are we doing out here it just doesn't it doesn't it doesn't all make sense and I again I think that one of these days it's it's you know eventually it's going to come back and and bite them a little bit in these in the one of these one of these instances where they knock themselves out of field goal range and aren't able to get back or something like that like they I don't know they it just they just have to be better across the board oh my god I I agree with you 100% your class we just have to be better (laughs) But no, I agree 100%. I mean, with the Sean decide, you're 100% right with the fact that it was his worst game by far last week. But the thing that scared me the most, I was like, wow, was he just making not the best play calls before, but we didn't notice because this defense is so talented. Like, you know what I mean? It just pops those kind of questions into my head. But yeah, we we need to see it get better. Brian Johnson I see what you're saying with like, it was one of his better weeks last week, but there were just a few big moments that I think really stuck out. Like the third and 11 deciding to run with Gainwell of all people and then knocking them out of field goal range with that throw. Like it was just, it just very frustrating. So yeah, um, we'll see. And the people, I just want to say this before we go into a break and move on to this week. 
everybody's saying that A.J. Brown, like, don't get me wrong. He's a vet. He should not be taunting, blah, blah, blah. I know. But him getting that taunting call was not the reason that we went into overtime. It was because our defense could not stop the Washington commanders and let them drive down the field 65 yards to score at the end of a game. It didn't like, help. It doesn't help. No, but help. like, but the that's defense. the thing though. It's like, yeah, you still let them drive down 65. And thank God Ron Rivera played safe ball because I don't know what he was thinking, but. I guess he I had more confident in his confidence in his team in Philadelphia in overtime than he should have. Yeah, I mean, at that point, are you if you okay? So, say you are the head coach of that football team. At you score a touchdown, zero seconds on the clock. Are you kicking an extra point? Or are you going for two? If you're in Philadelphia and they're my rival and they are playing in front of this crowd, a hundred percent going for two. You go for the win. I will go yeah. I, 10 out of 10 times. I am going in all of my coaching experience. Um, I'm <laughs> going for 10 out of 10 times. I'm not going for a tie. Yeah. I didn't come for a tie. I came here to win. You either go they got the lucky win. that they won the coin toss. That, so that a, ended up working yeah. out for them. But that wasn't guaranteed. Like, you could have been really screwed, especially if Philly got that coin toss right away. Yeah. Like, I would not I, have been confident. Yeah, I, I thought that was the wrong decision. Yeah. We were in the car on the way home from that. We took Ruby to the game. And we were not about to sit in that traffic. It was not going to happen for us. Do so not left. blame you. <laughs> yeah, no. The toddler, please. It was hot. She was over it. Five minutes left in the fourth. We were like, you know what? I think we're going to call this one. Um, as, as soon as they scored, I, I said out loud, oh, you got to go for two and go for the win. And they didn't. I was like, that's dumb. That's yeah. stupid. You either go. Because at that point, chances are they were winning that football game. Yeah, if you had enough confidence that your team would drive down and beat this defense, why would you not have confidence that they could score two? I had more confidence that they would score two right then and there than I would that they would score in overtime. Like That's a good I, point. You're right. Or, yeah, I like it, to be completely honest with you, if they would have gone for two there, I think they're winning that football game. I do not think the Philadelphia Eagles are stopping that two-point Yeah, conversion. I agree. I think they're winning right then and there. But once I they agree. went into overtime, I didn't like it. But I also had way more confidence in the Eagles defense in overtime for one more full drive than I did at that given moment when, you know, he Dotson was wide open in the end zone. Yeah, I agree with you. Not great. So we'll talk about what the Eagles have done, the injuries, all that good stuff, and preview the upcoming matchup with the Rams. After our break, you are listening to the Babes on Broad on BGN Radio. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back into Babes on Broad episode 108. So we are going in to week five, going to the LA Rams. They are two and two so far this season. They had also a close overtime win last week against Indy. So chalk that up to what you want. They, I think, I believe they had a 23 point lead at one point and let Indy come back and then it went into overtime. So not the best look for the Rams guaranteed though. They won't sleep on us like they did probably Indy. So probably not going to be what we see from them. They also might get back Cooper cup, which we will see how that kind of really affects things and how much they'll use him. Um, It was a hamstring that's been bothering him. So I wonder how much that will hinder him. It doesn't seem like it's been that much of a problem with just the way seeing Sean McVay talk about it to the media. So going to be interesting. Um, Matt Stafford does have a hip contusion though. So that will also be interesting for the fact that it's Matt Stafford. He's getting older They don't seem too concerned about it, but if he's getting hit by this defensive line, it might come into effect, and then we will hear the excuses. Oh, Matt Stafford had a hip contusion. He has thrown (laughs) more interceptions than touchdowns. Oh, fun fact. That's a nice one coming in. (laughs) Coming in hot. Three touchdowns, five interceptions on the air. I say that, but I actually haven't looked at what – Jalen Hurts is yet, so let's not let's not hold that against me at the moment. But um, yeah, so and Sean McVay said they're uh, not limiting. He he yesterday. I don't know if you saw his press conference. Yeah. Uh, oh no, Jalen Hurts is the exact opposite. Five touchdowns, three interceptions. Bang bang baby. Um, how many rushing touchdowns does he have? Do we know? Maybe one or two. Rushing, rushing three. Oh. So, Eight total touchdowns and three interceptions. Let's see. How and it many... feels like he's been playing terrible, which is the best part of that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, no rushing touchdowns for Matthew Stafford. So that three touchdowns, five interceptions is what you get. Um, yep. Yeah, I think that uh, – th- so Sean McVay, he had – it was listed as Cooper Cup being limited in practice, but he's not limited at all. So he's yeah. coming – Back in, um, you're right. It will be interesting to see how they integrate him back in this offense with sort of what they've been doing and how they've been successful so far. I think they're one of those teams where I I don't really know what they are yet. I think there's a, a handful yeah. of those where you don't really know what you're getting. They're two and two. You know, they lost or they won big against the Seahawks, barely beat the Colts, lost to the Bengals. Lost to the 49ers, but it was a close only game. win for Cincinnati. Of yeah, the year. it's very it's it's odd. It's a week to week league, that's for sure. You know, we say it all the time, any given Sunday. But you know, I, I think if there's one thing about this team is like they're they're going to give up some points, and it's a matter of if the Eagles can capitalize on all of their opportunities because they've still been not great in the red zone. They've taken advantage of bigger plays and chunk plays that are getting them to score not necessarily being able to execute when they're you know right there so I think as long as the Eagles are able to sort of take advantage of their their opportunities here they you know should be able to come out with a win I agree with you 100 percent I think that the Eagles obviously are the better team 
We want to see the improvements that we talk about week after week after week. So hopefully, like you got to know one of these weeks, and it has to be quite literally this week or next week against the Jets that we kind of see everything click because uh-huh. then that's when their schedule gets hard. Right. Um, but this would be a good week for that, especially having Cooper Cup because um, Cooper Cup obviously was MVP, what, two years ago? So, like, that'll be a good test for them. They also have this rookie wide receiver who had a very good week last week. I don't know how to say his name. Puka Nakau? Nakua. I don't know. Puka Nakua. It's a very cool name. It wasn't even just last week. He has been lighting the world on fire. It is unbelievable. Oh, my God. It is unbelievable how how this man has been playing. It literally doesn't make any sort of sense. Like He was a fifth round pick out of BYU for the Rams this year. So yeah. I don't think anybody understood it. No one it, saw this coming except for no. like the random people who accidentally drafted him in fantasy at the end of the game. And they like didn't really know what, you know, what was going on. This man has 500 receiving yards so far. He only has the one touchdown, but literally he had. Week one, he had 119 yards. Week two, he had 147. When they played the Bengals, I don't know what happened. He like they all just played poorly. He only had 72, and then 163 last week and the touchdown. He has literally been lighting the world on fire. He is the only reason that they have two wins. Like being able to throw him the ball has been the only bright spot of their offense. Completely. And that's one thing I low-key like that they have this week because I do think that will win, but I think that's going to be a good test for this. If they have Cooper Cup and Nikoa able to kind of test this um, defense, and especially we didn't mention it yet, um, Eagles did sign a cornerback, Bradley Ro- – is it Roby or Robbie? Roby. Okay, Roby to the practice squad. He's expected to come on to the 53-man once he gets in game shape. So I don't know if we'll see him this week. So it might kind of ruin, um, but I think we'll see him next week there. He was considered the best slot corner in the game two years ago. Like not even. Yeah. So that's a, I don't know why he wasn't, I don't know what the heck was going on there. There's obviously something, a reason why, but it just gives you a little bit more flexibility at that because they're so banged up at that nickel position. Yeah. That you want to get James Bradbury back outside. I was just going to say, and Bradbury moving back outside, it's going to be huge for us and just, um, make everything flow more to what we want to see. But um, so still, even if we have uh, Robbie or not, or Roby, wait, how'd you say it was? Roby, you're right. Roby. Okay, I know. I it, It's going to get in my head. I'm not going to know it. But um, even if we do see Roby, which we probably won't this week, it's still going to be a, I don't want to say fun matchup because it is potentially scary to have Cup and Koa up there, but it'll be a good test for this defense for sure. I just need them to pull their head out of their butt. Like they, they played, they played terrible last week and I need them to figure it out. Yeah. It was, it was, it was a bad week, but again, it's like some of the things that they're doing, it's, you know, the, how do I explain it? I just think One that thing- they're adjusting and the defense has not adjusted to, to meet that yet. And, and very true. And Darius Slay didn't have his best week last week, which um, you have to just naturally assume that that's not always going to be the case. You know what right. I mean? So um, I do expect them to get way better. They need to. Like I said, they quite literally need to figure it out between this week and next week. 
yeah, because you're right. That's when the schedule really starts to pick up a little bit. And, and now granted any of these teams could fall off at any point in time and, you know, end up like New York football giants and just be bad. <laughs> um, but you're right. The, the schedule after these next two weeks now, and even like the jets played really, really well yeah. last week. So that's not just, uh, no game is a walk in the park. No game is simple. Um, there are not when you that, have the bounty that the Eagles have on them. Exactly. Exactly. It's right. What we were talking about at the beginning, like mm-hmm. these, you're going to get your best shot. You are this good of a football team. You are going to get the best shot from every single team you play. And that's just yeah. how it is. So they're going to get their best shot from, from the Rams this week. So they should make their new song. Hit me with your best shot. Dun, 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 dun. Can you, you just picture these guys singing "Hit Me with Your Best Shot"? Jason Kelsey, one hundred percent. I can really see. Cool. I was just I gonna say, that. I could see the lion singing that. Yeah, honestly, I can weirdly see Jalen Hurts singing that song too. But anybody, yeah. else. or at least just like holding like a guitar or a mic or something up to his mouth and going along with it for the sake of the team, <laughs> for the sake of the vibeage. Yeah. So, what are your keys to success, Sam, for the Eagles to be able to win this game this week? And what's your final score prediction? My biggest thing for success success is just seeing the coordinators call the right plays. I just need to see improvement there. What'd you say? You said, oh, imagine. (laughs) Imagine. But I just need to see improvement there. I want um, Darius Slay to play better, obviously. Like I mentioned before, they do have two capable wide receivers, obviously, this week, which is kind of spread the ball around. So I want to see that tests our defense and our defense and Sean Desai respond very well to that. And then um, offensively, I want to just see it keep clicking. I want to see them. We mentioned it before. We've seen the run game go off. We saw Jalen go off last week. I want to see both of those kind of be more balanced. Um, I haven't checked the weather. So obviously it's always weather pending for the passing game, but um Yeah, we'll see. Um, Brian Johnson needs to call a better game. That's always going to be my number one, where we always have like the repetitive things. The coordinators are going to be my number one key to success. Um, And who knows? Jake Elliott, maybe get another couple 50-yarder plus field goals. Maybe that'll be a key to success. I do think this is going to be a close game, though, um, unfortunately for us. So I'm going to say 28-24 Eagles. No way. Is that your score? That's what I had, too. That's what I had, too. So if they get it, we're both geniuses. Uh, (laughs) Hot as hail in Los Angeles this weekend. So it's 89 and sunny is the high. Now, game time, it'll probably be a little bit cooler than that. Sunsets at 627. Oh, but wait a second. Half time. Sunset at 627, but it's actually a one o'clock game out there. So no, it's it's gonna be hot. Uh, it's gonna <laughs> be hot as yes. hell out there during this game. And oh. they have not played well in the heat. Heat has not been good for them. It was not good no. for them. It was not and good our for them. Offensive line going up against Aaron Donald. They need to make sure that they get hydrated. Hydrated. IV drips, all of the things, so they're not falling apart. But, yeah, so, I mean, it's going to be beautiful. It says sunny, no chance Mm -hmm. of rain, 
25% humidity, so it's not going to be like sticky and gross, but it's going to be hot. So, right. uh, so with that, what's your keys to success? Staying hydrated, I guess. <laughs> no, you're, I think you're exactly right. They need to put together a full game and they need to do it in all three phases. The special teams can't be letting up big returns like they were last week. The, uh, I don't know what they're going to do in terms of returns because Britton Covey has a concussion. So we'll see what happens there. Um, and you're right. They need to have a balanced attack on the offensive side. They need to have better situational play calling. They need to capitalize on opportunities in the, in the red zone. And the defense needs to play the way they were the first three weeks and not the way they played last week. I just need everybody to, again, it's, I feel like we say it every week. If everybody does what they're supposed to do, they should be fine. Yep. But you're, I do think it is going to be closer. I also had 28-24. And as we said last week, we do not, in our shared Google Doc that we have our notes and our little framework on, we do not put our scores in there <laughs> because we don't want the other one to influence our our decisions. And we had the same score. So 28-24, maybe we're just really smart and know things that other people don't. Um, very possible. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Sam, what are your uh, keys to success for the Philadelphia Phillies this weekend as well? Oh, keep the dingers coming, man. We only have, so I guess we'll have two games before we talk to you guys next, at least. So they just need to take at least one of those games in Atlanta. That is the biggest thing, obviously, because they'll be fine when they come back to Philly. I truly believe that, but they just need to take one of the games. And with how they're playing and how the vibes are going, dude, I think it could happen. I Is it weird how confident I am in the, this Phillies team? It I, makes me nervous. I'm also confident, but then, like, I start second-guessing myself, and I'm like, you know what? Like, we weren't supposed to win against the Braves last year, so, like, what are the odds it's going to happen again? Like, I start talking that way to myself. Yeah. But, but they weren't I, even- I do feel confident. I, I, it's, I feel like it's just – it's all about getting hot at the right time. Yep. I mean, the hundred percent we saw from Wheeler and Nola. That was, I mean, those were two special performances from those two. They're, they're playing their best baseball. The, I mean, we've always talked about like, you know, for, for this team that they're so talented that if, you know, one guy's in a slump, the other one's picking them up and they're a hundred percent starter had a base hit in game one every single starter had a hit in game one they are all clicking right now and literally dude that's what they get hot at the right time and that is the most dangerous thing in baseball game one like you said you saw everybody get a hit but you saw like Castellanos Trey Turner those were like the guys that kind of carried them and brought runs in and then yesterday you see JT and Bryson stop. You know what I mean? So we haven't even seen this whole, like everybody that you normally would think of, like Schwarber and Bryce Harper. Like they haven't even needed to turn up and be clutch yet. You know what I mean? So it's just, it'll be really fun to see. Um, Rangers probably going to be on the mound for game one on Saturday. And then they'll have Wheeler Nola. So that's good. I just feel like this needs to be done. I feel like this is how we close out. I have chills. 
<laughs> it's just so fun. I love Philadelphia. All right. Well, with that, this will be our little outro for the day. Thank you so much for listening to episode 108 of Babes on Broad. As always, thank you to SB Nation and Bleeding Green Nation for hosting our show. We'll be back next week. We're going to try to get an earlier show in next week, so hopefully do Monday or Tuesday to record this for you after the Eagles go 5-0. and The Phils will be up. Screw it. Phils will be up 2-0 on the Braves. Why not? <laughs> go Birds. Go Phils. We will talk to you next week. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.